Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son, on Booking the Territory podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of our Smoky Mountain Wrestling Podcast. This is Smoky Mountain Wrestling, episode 177, June the 17th, 1995. And this is Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast. For today, I'm sitting here with Doc and Hardbody Hopper. Hopper wasn't going to join us, but he he's hanging around. The man's got dedication and perseverance, and we appreciate that. So, Hopper, I'm not even going to ask you how you're doing, because I know the answer is, let's get this shit rolling, right? Yeah, fuck. Doc, what about you? Well, if that's the case, we better head to the ring. By the I way, agree. This, this building is the shit. Well, yeah. while we're talking about that, let me point something out. First off, I want to say shout out to Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassie, Kyle Riley, and Mike Childry for their patronage each and every month. We are back in Sevierville, Tennessee at Caton's Chapel Elementary School. We have been here quite a few times. I don't know the exact number, but it's been at least five or more. I know this because the first time we were here, I got called the N-word for not saying Sevierville correctly because some hillbilly, uneducated chicken fornicator, he just had to show me the one thing he knows how to pronounce in America, and that was Sevierville. So I wanted to Sevierville. Now, for all our people in Sevierville out there, we love you. It just was this one asshole. So, uh, Drew, I think thank you it. live in Sevierville, so I wanted to mention you and thank you very Can much. Can you imagine... Can you imagine how depressing it would be to be a little kid and having to play dodgeball in that building? No, because I played in some buildings worse than that, so I'm just going to say... That's true. <laughs> Bro, you yeah. act like New Orleans ain't its own shithole, man. I mean, come on, man. I'm, I, can't, I, can't, I can't say things like that. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I mean, even Metairie's got its, got a, is, is turning into a no. shithole, right, Hopper? No. No? But y'all are... I mean, New Orleans is just its own little fucking animal. <laughs> Damn. Oh, all right. Well, that's nice. Thank you, Hopper. I appreciate the kind words about my city and where I'm from. Thank you so much. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I'm sure Sevierville is uh, is better than New Orleans. But anyway, all right. Uh, we we'll, Can we jump into things, Doc? Oh, absolutely. All right. So I've got the Patreon video rolling. You can get that video at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. And with that said, Les Thatcher and Chip Kessler kick off the show. Kessler tells us we will see the debut of the Headbangers, Thrasher and Mosh. Yes, they are here in Smoky Mountain. And more from the Bullet Bob and Cornette saga that Harper loves to hate. Ugh. Oh, he's right. Doc, any thoughts on the opening right there? No. The Headbangers in the first matchup are going to take on Larry Santo and Mike Mason. Uh, this is the Headbangers without their skirts yet and kilts, just to point that out. Uh, they win with a big combo of a powerbomb and leg drop off the top rope. Kind of impressive of a finisher, I will say. Um, Doc, any thoughts on this match and how it ended? He's doing the skank right there, man. I like that finisher. That's nice. That finisher was nice, man, what he, they he... did. He planted the shit out of him. Um, I always liked this gimmick, especially for the time. Um, we got one of them wearing a Slayer shirt. What's your favorite Slayer song, Mike? Who the fuck is Slayer? 
You like Slayer Harper? Uh, I, I listened to him a little bit back then. Yeah, me too. It's a little, yeah. it's it's a little much. They, they right. They just recently retired, came off the road. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it. They're they're they they work stiff, Mike. Yeah. Like seasons in the abyss and shit. That was some good shit right there. I mean, yeah. Stiffer than like NWA, fuck the police and Yeah. Man, that's pretty stiff. Well it's um a different approach, I would say. Oh. Yeah. Um they're working some well, they worked some um some very close to satanic imagery and then some like Nazi imagery. That's true, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds riveting. So on their Mike on their initial their debut album, the song titles were "Evil Has No Boundaries," "The Antichrist," "Die by the Sword," "Fight Till Death," "Metal Storm," "Black Magic," "Tormentor," "The Final Command," "Cryonics," and "Show No Mercy." Okay. You sound. Does that sound like something you want to throw on for you and Sasha to get down? Are you kidding? They had a. <laughs> you want to try that sometime? Hey, no. hey, baby, I want to. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to try that sometime. <laughs> so, Dad, a couple, of years, a couple of years later, they put out a record called Hell Awaits. Yeah, I got that one. Hell Awaits is the first song. Kill Again is the second song. At Dawn They Sleep, Praise of Death, Necrophiliac, Crypts of Eternity, <laughs> Necrophilia. And <hard> <laughs> yeah, and Hardening of the Arteries. And, and then, they, then they had South of Heaven. Yeah, that was a good record. Yeah. On and on, South of Heaven. Yeah. Can I yeah, tell you how this is this is riveting audio for me to listen to because I have no point of reference for these clowns. Clowns, just because you don't understand it or know what it is, it's you just hate it. Did I stutter, motherfucker? I said clowns. All right. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, way to back me down, sir. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The Headbangers, while Doc was talking about Slayer and Hopper were talking about Slayer, they cut a promo. I got nothing from it. Did you Did you have anything, Doc? It was, eh. It was, I, my notes were it was decently weird, but nothing special. And then Tracy and Dirty White Boy cut a promo. They were promoting Summer Blast, which is coming up. I don't really have anything from it, but I did want to say, it, it really never gets old hearing Tracy smell, spell thug. I, it. I don't know how to explain it to someone that doesn't understand it, but him telling us what THUG stands for is fabulous. Doc, your thoughts? I, he was talking about the headbangers, and I thought he should have said, I bang head too, and then high five, <laughs> dirty white boy. That's nice. <laughs> I bang headboards too, brother. You remember Bobby Blaze? Why we, why I, we I fight, man? We should, why we fight? We should hang out. I don't know if we I, were. I um, bang head too. I don't know if we were recording when Bobby told me this one time. So 
it may be on this show. It may not. I just know we were talking one time. It may have been after we recorded. So I, if if it is, I, I'm sorry, Bobby, and I'm not supposed to say this. I'm going to say it. He was talking about Tracy banging rats back in Smokey, and he was like, dude, I was in the room one time, and Tracy's oh. in the other room banging this rat, and I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, are you killing this broad? He was like, Tracy, he... According to Bobby, Tracy was Tracy was slaying him back in the day, bro. I mean, you think of the rock and roll and Stan Lane and Ric Flair. Tracy was 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 nailing them in the Smokies, according to Bobby. Damn. How do we know man of the people, bro? How, how do we know he's not still doing that? Yeah, well, he may be. I, I didn't say he wasn't. I was just saying back then. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Doc, any thoughts on Summer Blast that's coming up? Um, no, it's going to be a blast. It's going to be a blast. This summer. It's yeah. This summer. Uh, we also get a replay of Al Snow and Unibomb from last week. They replay that whole promo. We literally just talked about it, not even 15 minutes ago. So, uh, yeah. it was on the, that, the end that of was, last week. That was a week ago, pal. Shove. Hey, Faye, brother. And now that um, we go to the next segment of the show, we got uh, Al Snow and Unibomb. I'm sorry. We got the Wolfman and Lee Thomas versus Unibomb and Al Snow, the dynamic duo. Snow and Unibomb win, but every time I see the Wolfman, all I can think of is Snake Oil, Salesman, and Power well, Maker 2. I tell you, he looks great, doesn't he? <laughs> Who does? I mean, a, a, a Wolfman. It looks like he's gained about 43 pounds of muscle. The non-patrons have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> Power Maker 2. If you're if you're in the Facebook group or on Twitter, you would have seen that commercial from Smoky Mountain Wrestling. It won't be aired for another three to four months on this show. But Power Maker 2 was a supplement, and we cut a Patreon special just on a one-minute-long commercial. And it's glorious, so it's out there for patrons now. If you're not one, become one. TinyURL.com slash BTT. The best part about it is the Wolfman is the sponsor athlete for Power Maker 2. The Wolfman should not be the sponsor person for anything other than maybe beard oil in 2019 or 20. I was gonna say if you got if you're trying to sell a bag of shitty weed with a bunch of stems and that's <laughs> nice stems and seeds, in it. he's on the, he's on the apron howling right now. How he's like here's ahead, a Austin. bag here's a bag of stink weed that will make you feel like shit, and it's got stems in it. He's like, bro, grind that shit, grind it. <laughs> <laughs> Just grind it down, brother. It'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the wolf man. Is there, is there anybody that signals the last year of Smoky Mountain more than the wolf man? No. Yes, he appears next week. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. Well, and you ain't, you a... know I ain't kidding. All right. Settle down. Prom- promos will be cut. All right. Settle down. We're, Wars we're will be started. Okay. Come on, Wolfman, right. get up. All right. Wolfman, okay, like I said, Unibom and Snow win. Can you give match. me 1445? Sure. We're almost there, actually. 1444. Here we go. That was interesting. Damn. What, the elbow drop off the second rope? 
Like yeah, but the way he did it for a big guy that size. Wolfman was too close to the ropes on that one, though. Well, because I mean, Kane is a big dude, but he's—I mean, he's, you know, whatever. It's right. a nice move for somebody his size. Uh, hey, yeah. let's not forget. I mean, Kane was a very agile and mobile big man. He wasn't just some lumbering dude. The fucking wolf, man. Every time I look at this dude. I mean, look, I mean, look at this guy, bro. <laughs> who fucking who fucking canceled? <laughs> it's not who canceled. It was Budro's lackey for the fucking territory, bro. We got We need to know more about the wolf, man. I'm... I told you I want him on the show. Look at that. He fell over like a sack of shit. <laughs> we do we need Tommy Noe, if you're listening, do you have any idea how we can get in touch with the Wolfman? <laughs> we need Kessler, the Wolfman. We're starting to build the we're starting to build the list for the end of the show who we need, so Kessler, Wolfman, of course, Cornette, Tommy Noe, if his health is okay, he'll be back on. Um, but I definitely want, I definitely want to talk to Chip. I definitely want to talk to the Wolfman. Hell, I want, I want Kane on. I've tweeted him a few times. He never responds. He's too busy That's being a nice. right now. Yeah. So it is what it is. Okay. Um, let's keep going. Uh, you ready to go to this next promo doc? Uh, yes, sir. This is where we find out what the Rock and Roll Express stole last week. So here. And I also, I also want to know if at seventeen twenty eight does Snow face Palm less? Okay, so let's pay attention to that. We're <laughs> watching it. That's going to be about thirty seconds into this. So pay attention if you're on Patreon, especially for but for Doc and I and Hopper. A Thunderdome cage match, the big one with Unibomb and Al. I don't want to talk about no cage match. What I want to talk about is what I talked about last week. Last week when I had to buy time on this stinking TV program just to express my views. Most people would be happy to hear me, but no. I had to buy time to get on this TV show. A TV show I'm the rightful star of. Somebody stole our property. What? Let me steal the microphone back. All right. All right. Now, I don't know who stole what. I don't even know what I the think, property I was. I think you have a part in oh, it, wait Les. A what I do have is a videotape of a couple of gentlemen that are not on this program today, and that's Ricky and Robert, the Rock and Roll Express. Let's listen to what they've got to say. You know, Robert, we got something right here that belongs to Al Snow and you know, Bob, and I heard they've been looking for it. But a little bird left it on our front porch. But, you know, we want to apologize to all the people while we're not TV this week. But we will be there next week because we got something here I think everybody wants to hear. You see, we've been right all alone. Yeah. And now we're going to prove to all these people that we were. But you see, Al Snow, you won't give us a title match. But I think we got a little leverage right here. So coming up, if you want this back, you're going to have to give us a title match. We'll see you here next week. Well, there you have it. Oh, 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 I see it. I see now. I see. I knew it. I knew it. See, you can't beat us. So now you resort to common thievery. Criminals that you are. You've shown your true colors. You see, the lack of talent you've had is now coming out because as all thieves do, when they can't earn something, they steal something. That's fine. I don't care what you have, what you think you have, because as I know, you guys are too stupid to figure out how to run that thing you've got. But you are still not getting a title match. I don't care what you have. Mm, you're still not getting it. But what you're going to get 
is the beating of your lives in that Thunderdome cage match because Smoky Mountain has been dumb enough to make it legal for us to do two-on-one on you. What do you think is going to happen, Ricky? Or maybe Robert? When we climb that pole, which one of us climbs that pole and gets that key and cuts the other one loose? And then it's going to be legally two-on-one in a cage. Not like before where we had to sneak around to do it. This time, we're going to be able to do it out in the open. And we're going to end the Rock and Roll Express. And I want my property back in one way or another. I guarantee you, I'm sure as hell going to get it. Take this microphone and do your job! Well, thank you very much. So you've heard it from Unabom and Alice with Snow. They take it on the Rock and Roll Express, a big Thunderdome match. The keys for the handcuffs at the top of a 15-foot pole. But right now... We're going to take a break and go to this Super Bowl update. Okay. Um, I, I got to go back. I want to ask Hopper one thing before he cuts this uh, promo. Look at Gibson. Jesus, he looks old. He, he, he looks very old. <laughs> look at him. Yeah, look, look, look. Fuck. I can't tell if he's got sweatpants on, but it looks like sweatpants with the white Smoky Mountain Wrestling shirt tucked into it, and he's got the fanny pack on. And the ponytail. And the right. ponytail. And his right eye is looking at the camera, but his left Come eye Come on. Why? The ponytail really brings out the fact that he's starting really thin on top, too. He looks like the guy from The Simpsons that fucking owns a comic book shop. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're dirty. Okay, let, Doc. What do you, first off, what do you have from this promo? Gibson looks old. Those are awesome T-shirts that, that the uh, Rock and Roll has. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Snow was really disrespectful to Les. Yes. And when they came back from the Rock and Roll, he made fun of Gibson's talking again. So he's being foul. I like it. Dude, he's dirty. Yeah, he's, he, he's doing shit you couldn't do today. That's always a good sign. He don't give a shit. Uh, who does? Hopper, you want to add anything else to this? Because Snow don't care. Yeah, Snow don't give a fuck. He's working stiff, bro. Making fun of Gibson's fucking mama and shit. Yeah, man, that's some foul stuff. And, the and, fuck? And, and you're right, Snow is being very disrespectful to Les. Very disrespectful. But It's not as bad as when they used to... when. Fucking, what's his name? Bedlam would get rough with Bob. That was scary. Dude, well, he's, that's why Bob he, left. Well, he's gone, huh? Oh, Bedlam? Yeah, he's been oh, gone, yeah. huh? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's history. Um, okay, so first thing I want to do is mention, as we keep going, assuming y'all don't have anything from the promo, Tommy Noe runs through plugs for the Super Bowl of Wrestling. You heard Les say something we're going to get about getting a Super Bowl update, so... Friday, August the 4th, from Knoxville Civic Coliseum, titles from the WWF, Smoky Mountain Wrestling, USWA, and NWA will be on the line. And my biggest note here, Doc, is when you hear this plug, this is when you know you've officially, you're officially about to move into the last chapter and phase of Smoky Mountain. Because yeah. I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but it is going to spoil it if you've never seen it. This is the last big show, and in my personal opinion, having watched it now twice, once you get to the show, things kind of start going downhill, and that's that. But 
you know, I don't know, Doc, your thoughts. We're going to get more into it, but that's just kind of my initial thought. And we'll elaborate more on it as we go through those episodes. But what do you think? Uh, yeah, I think this is a fantastic show. It's amazing. It's a real high point. And then right after that, it starts to go downhill fast. And we get we get Budro. We get Budro. And it's fucking phenomenal. Um, the promo that we're going to get from Buddy leading up to, to this this event. So I just want to point that out. Harbor, uh, you haven't seen it yet, right? Uh-uh. Yeah, okay. So we won't say anything else at this point. So let's now go to confrontation with Jim Cornette, Buddy Landell, and Cornette's militia. Oh, my God. Here it is. Today we have Nature Boy Buddy Landell, the Punisher, and Jim Fournette with his militia. The general of the militia, and first of all, Les Thatcher, when you address me, you will do it as follows. Sir, yes sir, do you understand me? Jim Cornette, I can't hear you. I'm not a member of your militia, Well, there's so a good, I don't have to salute you, these guys can do that. There's a good reason you're not a member of the militia, Les Thatcher, because you're just like all the people out there in TV land. You're fat, you're sloppy, you're lazy, and you don't have the discipline to be a member of Cornette's militia. But we are going to march, and we're going to march hard, and we're going to march heavy, and we are going to overthrow the order of Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Like I said, there is a germ of an idea in this militia thing that a man of my intelligence can take straight to the top. In other words, I'm going to grab this puppy and run with it. And I have made Nature Boy Buddy Landell my commander-in-chief. He is the number one lieutenant, the punisher, the backbone of the special forces, and I'm going to be adding people right and left. But first of all, I want to talk about Bob Armstrong, of course, who can't get back in the ring against us. <laughs> Not me or any of my men, Bullet, sorry. But he has come up with somebody he calls Armstrong's Avenger. And at Summer Blast, Nature Boy Buddy Landell has been thrust into Smoky Mountain title matches with Armstrong's Avenger. Now, who, Les Thatcher, is Armstrong's Avenger? I don't know, but knowing Bob Armstrong, I would say he's a very capable wrestler. But, buddy, who do you think, you who do you think it is? It's probably one of them whining drunks from the local crawl and fall that he hangs out with. Either that, or it's somebody that he was in the stockade with when he got busted in the Marine Corps. But the Nature Boy Buddy Landell ain't worried about it, Bob Armstrong. So, Avenger, if you see something you want, come and get it, son. I got plenty to get. Like I said, the nature boy, the punisher, he, this man is dropping people faster than Simpson jurors. Do you realize that? He's going nuts. But I've got a special treat for everybody here and everybody out there on television. I have added another member to Cornette's militia. That's right, I'm not a general for nothing, brother. I've added another member. He is a man who without doubt has been one of the greatest talents in the history of professional wrestling. I went all the way up to the top of Freebird Mountain, and I talked to the old man, and he told me the door to knock on, and I went down, and I saw the man, Terry Bam Bam Gordy, has joined Cornette's Militia. <laughs> Terry Gordy, one of the fabulous Freebirds, now a member of Jim Cornette's Militia. I've got one thing to say, Terry Gordy is back, and I'm back to stay. 
And if anybody wants to try me, you just step right up in this ring and come on, bring it on, boys. Let me just say this. Terry Gordy is back. The Nature Boy is the champion. The Punisher is by my side. And Jim Cornette is the general of the militia. There's not a man alive that can stop him. There's not a man alive that can beat him. And there's not a man alive, even Armstrong's Avenger, whoever it may be, that can take this man's title. The militia is going to march. We are on top of the world. <laughs> And there you have it on Confrontation today. Jim's Cornet Militia continues to grow. And that has been Confrontation. Corny and the Fatigues, dock your thoughts. I wonder if he had to wear that because his suits weren't fitting anymore. Oh, that's a good point, huh? I don't know. He he talks about how he, he's got a bunch of different suits, but... I don't know if that's why. I think that just was his thing. You know, he tried the he tried the the picket line or whatever it was that time. Um, now he's going with the militia thing. I, I love this. I, I'm pointing something out. The reason I, w I went back to this timestamp. Look at that hat with those stars. Man, those stars are pathetic. Like I don't know. He's, third he's a, that bullshit he's, on there, but he's a four star general. He's a four yeah. star general. With that. Which is great. It's a great heel move because the stars are pathetic on that helmet. But anyway, uh, I just wanted to point that out. So uh, I don't think that's why he wore the fatigues. I think it's just something that he wanted to do and the gimmick with the whole militia and all that stuff. So I don't know. But well, Gordy, you, Gordy, you can see the good. weight. You can see the weight. Yeah, there, with, with the fatigues, you really can. Gordy looks good for a guy that had a stroke. Right. Gordy he looks does look real good. good. Yeah. Any, any, in his promo to Hopper, he's not like, he doesn't mm -hmm. sound like he had a stroke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Imagine the trouble that Buddy and Gordy could get in together. Oh my God. Oh Lord. A lot. Did you hear a recent, I don't remember what episode of Arn it was. It may have been no, I don't, I don't even yeah. know. Yeah. It was like. Well, it was it was like this week's. Arn tried to describe the what happened with Buddy. Yeah. And Conrad's like, wow, we've never heard that one before. I'm like, dude, he told the whole story on Colt Cabana's show. And I understand Conrad just hadn't heard it, so I'm not trying to pick on him. I'm like, no, he, he's actually told the entire story about when when the, he got the phone call in the room and Black Bart answered first and he tell him, fuck it, I ain't coming. So... And then he just said, fuck him, fuck him and feed him fish heads and how he had fuck you money. Like that's, you know, I know Conrad doesn't know the story. My point is like, you know, Arn told it, but Arn, Arn obviously hasn't heard Buddy's side of it either. And Buddy doesn't shy away from the fact that he told him, fuck you, I'm not coming to TV. Like he said, he filled his nose up with Peruvian on the way to Atlanta that night. And him and Black Bart got shit faced and in, in the hotel room and. Bart's like, buddy ain't coming to the show. Well, he ain't coming to the taping. I just thought that was interesting. Harper, you said you heard it? Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Doc, have you heard it yet? No. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Any other thoughts on Cornette's militia with Buddy right there and Terry Gordy being announced? It's I, just wonder, when you, when, I wonder who's when, next. When you see the fucking... Uh, the fucking army get up you know it's at the end you do you really know it's at the end next week when that asshole comes in to join the militia but what? Yeah, that. 
What? Who is it? Fuck him. Oh, him. Yeah, that asshole. Snorter. <laughs> D'Lo That's Brown nice. takes on Boo Bradley next. Kessler and Les talk about Gordy being here and how Gordy is so bad he's been thrown out of other feds. Les makes a joke about... About... I don't even know what I got in my notes here. Fuck it. Bradley wins with a splash on D'Lo Brown. Uh... And uh, Boo wins, Boo pins D'Lo and asks D'Lo if he was okay after. Again, I'll say it again. I cannot believe Boo Bradley is still here. I did not recall it like that. Doc, do you have any thoughts on this match? I didn't think Boo was here either, and this match was decent. Yeah, it's fine. Opera, we'll keep going. <laughs> yeah. Look, he's got um, hair. Who's got hair? Boo. I mean, Boo, he, he looks different. He's just got that ponytail up. That's I the only think, thing? I think that's what it is. All right. I mean, you see that little poof up in the back? But whatever. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. We go then to Randy Hales, the VP of USWA. And Randy goes off on less. And I got something to say about Randy Hales after this promo. So let's play it. Here it is. Thanks, Chip. And we are on the set here with uh, Vice President of the USWA, Mr. Randy Hales. Randy, you've asked for some interview time, and what do you have on your mind? First of all, Les, I'd like to say, as the Vice President of the USWA Wrestling, which I want everybody to know, the longest running, the most tradition of any wrestling company anywhere in the world, I'm a very busy man. have to fly a lot of places. I have a lot of responsibilities. But I had to take the time. I just had to take the time out of my busy schedule to come because when I was in Knoxville a few weeks ago it was absolutely the most bogus wrestling promotion I've ever seen in my life the people of Knoxville Tennessee and all over the Smoky Mountain wrestling is bogus and I wanted to come here today to this television taping to see how this Smoky Mountain wrestling is operated absolutely Compared to USWA wrestling, it's absolutely unbelievable. The camera people are a bunch of idiots. I know disrespect to you, but absolutely you're horrible. I'm used to being around Lance Russell. Do you know who Lance Russell is? Yes, I've worked with Lance greatest. Yeah, he told me about that. He told me you were horrible. But the thing I'm real upset about, real upset, Les Thatcher, is Mark Curtis. He is coming around telling people that I told him a lie. I'm an executive in charge of running a wrestling company. I don't lie to anybody. You're Mark, obviously not a goodwill ambassador. Hey, let me do the talking here. You come to my television, I'd let you have your piece. I want to tell Mark Curtis that he is a skinny, no good, bogus liar. He's a scum of the earth. He's absolute no athlete at all. He has no business at all, no business at all being in professional wrestling. He doesn't know the rules. He absolutely has no clue about the rules. He's a qualified He's never, referee. A qualified referee. He's never read the rule book in his life. Mark Curtis never wears a referee shirt. What does he wear? What does he wear? Here comes a jerk right here, Mark Curtis. What are you doing coming out here? Look at you skinny. Look at Mark Curtis. This is your referee. My referee is Frank Morrell. He weighs 280 pounds, Mark Curtis. He can take care of anybody. He's a legend. You're a little no-good wimp, and everybody knows it. You've said enough. 
Have you said enough? I'll tell you what, Bones. I may be five foot seven, 150 pounds, but you're six foot six, 150, same weight as me, except I can break your bones a lot easier. You're saying I'm a liar? You're the liar. The people saw it on TV. The people in front of the camera saw it. I don't want to Everybody bring that out here, Les. I don't want to. Let's come, on. come on, come on, come on, Hale. Come on. Jesus. All right, Doc. Uh, Randy Hales. I wanted to. I I was playing an episode of something that he was on on my phone, and it was on the speaker, not the you know not not the headphones. And my wife walks in and she's getting something out the room, and so she hears probably about a minute or two of Randy talking, and she legitimately asked me, "Is something wrong with him? Like, does he have a?" And I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just just stating the fact. She's like, "Does he have like?" Like, is he like special? Is there there's some type of handicap, some type of disability? I'm like, not that I know of. Damn. So that was that was one thing I wanted to say. But the other thing is, I some pe I've heard there's 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 a there's a fan out there who listens to us. and He's like, Randy Hills is terrible and blah 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 blah. I'm like, dude, he makes me want to punch his face through his skull as a heel right here. But anyway, I don't know. What were your thoughts? It's funny that you say that because I said, Hale sounds like he struggles to get words out. Is something wrong with him? Exact note I had. That's nice. Well, he Maybe doesn't sound, like, he doesn't like sound any different human. now either. He doesn't sound any different now either if you, if you, hear, him, if you hear him today. And, you call him super, oh, like superhuman, the dude who jumps yeah. off of stuff. Oh, him, yeah. That guy. But... I can't decide if I want to punch him or change the channel. I, I want to, as a, as a heel personality, I want to take my fist, ball it up and punch it through the back of his skull. He's I want to hear him talk. Heel. What'd you say, Harper? I want to hear him talk. He goes off on less, and that's the first thing that pushed my buttons. I was like, "Dude, it's less stature. Come on, bro, that's foul." Does he, but he's like, got, you know? but he's, but he's got the high ground because he's got Lance Russell. Well, yeah, but I, I, I thought this was actually good. Randy comes off as a just a nitwit heel that I just want to see have his face smashed yeah. in. But it's just me. All right. Any other thoughts? He throws, some, he throws some shitty punches too. Oh my god, that's what Hopper reacted to. What did you say, Hopper? Yeah, <laughs> fucking shitty ass strikes. They they well, weren't they weren't good at all. <laughs> Let's be no. Real. He looked like a spaz trying to fight, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So after Randy Hales does all that, and Mark Curtis comes out, Mark Curtis chases him off. Buddy Landell is going to take on Steve Armstrong. They make fun, they being the commentary team of Les and Chip, make fun of corny stars on his helmet not matching what's on his sleeve, which I thought is good because it points out the absurdity that Cornette is a general or whatever he's supposed to be in this militia. Uh, Lee Thomas, who we saw earlier, is actually the referee. They say they don't know where Mark Curtis is, so that's why Lee Thompson, Lee Thomas is going to be the referee. Kessler and Thatcher also keep making fun of Corny's outfit. It is 
it's just weird watching this match because Lee Thomas has gear on. So when you watch this match, you're just waiting for him to become involved in it and not be the ref, which goes to show you how important it is for a referee to actually have a uniform on and not some other, you know, jeans and other bullshit looking like he's just a yeah, mud show idiot. You know what I mean, Hopper? Yes. So it's and I'm Shirt not saying untucked. shirt untucked or just looking like a slob. And I'm not saying Lee Thomas looks like a slob. I'm trying to draw home the point that he really needed a uniform because he looks like he's part of the match when he's actually the ref. Uh, the finish is Steve Armstrong hits Budrow with a splash off the top, but Corny distracts the ref. Then the Punisher hits Armstrong in the back of the head. The ref turns around, Lee Thomas, that is, and at that point, Budrow is covering Armstrong for the pin, and Budrow retains the Smoky Mountain title. Doc, what thoughts did you have on this match, if any? I hated it because of the referee thing. Yeah, it, was it was distracting. I kept waiting for him to get involved. They should have. <laughs> I don't. <sighs> what? No, I was just saying, me too. Like, it's very distracting because yeah. you see this guy, well, and he's and, got and, bright okay, yellow so tights like on. It. I like it better when they're in uniform, but he should have at least been wearing like some civvies, you know, <laughs> like jeans and a shirt or something, man. It, it was, I, w- I was like, what the shit? Dude, the whole time you're waiting for him to get involved. He looks like a participant. Yep. And it doesn't help that he's got fluorescent yellow tights on, right? No. no. All right. So, He's drawing attention you. away from everything. He He's drawing complete attention away from everything. So anyway, like we said, Budrow Budrow ends up defeating Steve with shenanigans. Nothing was clean, and that was that. So we will keep going. Uh we got one more thing to play from this. It is a um it is a promo. So uh let's go to that right now. Friend, Commissioner Smoky Mountain Wrestling and head of the Armstrong clan, Bullet Bob. And Bob, uh, welcome. You've got a lot going on. And of course, once again, Jim Cornette has come out from under that rock and he's sent somebody yeah, he's to get your back. You know, he's not like most people. He don't walk and talk. He slithers and he hisses. Well, the hiss stops here because Steve Armstrong has fought his heart out for me. I raised that boy and I know he'd never quit. But when I look at the numbers that Jimmy Cornette is acquiring in his legions and his militia, and he's the general. He's a general screw-up's what he is. And I'm not going to let Steve stand there and take that beating from all those people because he won't quit, he won't give up until they finish him completely. But there's more than one little trick in the basket. And I've got a man right here with me, and I'm going to call him Armstrong's Avenger. And he's going to take care of business. He's going to help Steve. He's going to get the job done because I can't touch him. As much as I'd like to choke his eyeballs out of his head, he's got that little piece of paper. And if I touch him or his legions, I'm gone. Well, I ain't ready to go. I want to stay here the duration, and I'll find a way to get to him one way or the other. My Avenger is ready. He's going to take on Buddy Landell at Summer Blast. He's going to beat him for that title. And when he does beat him for that title, we'll be in control and we'll find a way to fish Cornette out of that little trap he's got himself into. I'll, I'll lay the trap. He'll fall for it. So this is the man you're putting all the all the money on. That's right. That's Armstrong's Avenger. Don't worry. He can take care of business. Hey, hey. Let me ask you a question. Is that Armstrong's Avenger? Yeah. <laughs> what in the world is that? You better stick a stake in the ground and tie him up in case a strong wind comes back because he's liable to blow away. <laughs> Hey, you better get back to your job changing oil at the Jiffy Lube, boy. This ain't no nine-to-five job, boy. This is a real man's world, and I run it. Hey, that's 
the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Last time I saw a leg like that, it had a message tied around it. <laughs> you know, they can laugh. Now, go He's on, so laugh. He can tread water in a garden hose. Look at that. Let yeah. me, hey, I'll tell you what. We don't have to wait till summer blast. Now that I've seen Armstrong's adventure, buddy, would you like to take it? Do we have any time left in this show? No. Well, how about next week? How about, yeah. would you like to take him on next week? I'll tell you what, Bob Armstrong. I'm so confident I can beat him. Since there ain't time to do it right now, which I want to do, I'll wrestle him next week on TV and give him the beating of his life. His Alzheimer's must be kicking in if he thinks that's something. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Will you go for that next week, Buddy Landell, and your Avenger on TV here? Listen, if you'll go for it, my Avenger will be ready. Don't you worry about it. Laugh all you want to. He who laughs last, laughs the loudest. My Avenger's ready. You make sure butthead Buddy Landell is ready. <laughs> so then that's going to be the match then. It's going to be Landell. Oh, that's the first the time Avenger that Buddy Landell will ever have wrestled a guy that looks like a slat right out of Venetian blind. <laughs> well, the commissioner says he'll sign it right now, Cornette, so you've got what you want these guys next week. On, the sh on this program, the Avenger against Buddy Landell and... Bob, you think this man is going to do the job for you? Don't worry about a thing. You know, I may be dumb, but I'm not really stupid. So I got my Avenger, and I know he can do business. Or would I have him here less? Bob, not I a chance. Not I a chance. In you. We're about out of time, but next week, right here on this program, Nature Boy, Buddy L All right. Doc, your thoughts on this promo? That Avenger looks kind of skinny, dude. Yeah. Who is that kid? Stay tuned next week. We're going to find out just who that is. Well. The big surprise. How's he going to beat Buddy when he's so tiny? Stay tuned, brother. What else you got, Doc? That's about it. I mean, I want to see who it is, and next yeah. week's going to be fun. This guy is so skinny he could tread water in a hose pipe. He's so skinny yeah. he looks like I th a I thought they were going to stick him to the ground so he doesn't blow away. That's nice. Cornette said, last time I saw a leg like that, it had a message tied around it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> that's nice. All right. And that's how they go off air. So next week, we've got a couple of things. One, there's going to be a new member of Cornette's militia. And two, we will find out who this Avenger person is. Stay tuned. It's uh, very riveting. I'll say that. that. All right. Uh, we got to do disability checks before we do it. I want to remind everyone, please use our Amazon referral link at tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Great way to support this show without spending anything extra. So please use that link every time you shop on Amazon. Give that link to the wives, girlfriends, hoes, and side pieces in your life and tell them to use it every time they use Amazon. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Disability checks. Doc, how many are you going to give it? Well, I really did like this one a lot better than last week's because we're back into new content. And we got to see Gordy come out, got to see the Headbangers come out, and there were some good segments. So I'm going to give this one a 7.8. Yeah. You agree, Hopper? Yeah. that's. Uh, I'll give it an, an 8. All right. See? New content. Yeah. There you go. All right, we need to give out the Government Cheese Award before we do so. Remember, become a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. We don't have ads on this show. We don't have commercials. We don't, we don't try to sell you uh, dong pills or dick pills. We don't try to sell you uh, ball groomers and things of that nature. You know, I'm just saying, 
We don't have all that. There's no money coming in on that stuff. So become a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt and get access to all 200 plus Patreon exclusive episodes that are up for you. The video versions of these shows are posted, uh, plus all of our other audio, the Clash of Champions, the Jim Crockett Promotions pay-per-views, WCW pay-per-views, all that good stuff are up on our Patreon feed at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. If you didn't get what you wanted for Christmas, please... <laughs> please, please, please ask your loved ones to buy you a subscription if they haven't already done so at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. The Government Cheese Award. Um uh, I am going I didn't write it down, but I'm gonna go with Corny because he's got this ridiculous outfit on with he's now a general. So I'm gonna go with Cornette saying he's a four star general. Uh Doc, who are you giving yours to? Man, I'm going to give it to the Headbangers for a debut. Mm, okay. Aubrey, you. I was going to give it to uh, Gordy for fucking debuting. All right. We got Gordy here. Good. But, but I, the only reason I didn't give it to Gordy is he's coming back where we haven't seen the Headbangers. That's all. Oh. Fair point. All right, one more thing before we get out of here. I want to mention a couple of things. Shout out to the wrestling podcast about nothing with ROH is Brian Malonis and Mike Crockett. They do their show every single Monday. Check them out. They talk classic and current wrestling as well. Again, that's the wrestling podcast about nothing or WPAN, wherever you get your podcast from. Also, check out our Vantage Point, the retro wrestling podcast. The northern version of BTT, slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but still fun nonetheless. Uh, Doc, I don't have anything else, man. You got anything before we go do yet another episode where promos will be cut? Jesus. Damn. It never ends with this show. <laughs> promos will be cut. I guess it's nothing, Doc. You don't have anything else? No, I'm ready to get it. Get it. Get it. Get, get, yeah. get, get it. Yeah, 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 boy. Yeah. Hopper, hit the tagline. Take us home. Fuck it, bitch. Before we get out of here, I want to say thank you to all of our patrons out there for supporting this show and making this show possible twice per week, every single week with the Smoky Mountain shows and the NWA shows. And um, I mean, look, I know you get extra shows, but ultimately 
when you are a patron for us and support us on Patreon, we thank you because it does help the eight free shows as well. So I know we do extra stuff, but with that said, patrons out there such as yourself, thank you for for being patrons. And if you're not one, remember, become one at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Over 200 plus episodes are available on Patreon for you to enjoy and listen to you. Listen to extra stuff that we've done, wrestling stuff, non-wrestling stuff. And when I say non-wrestling stuff, it's nothing political or social things in the world. It's just Harper, Doc, and I having tons of fun talking about just utter stupidity uh, for entire episodes. So that's that's what you have to look forward to. There's a lot there. The Dallas Cowboys ring rat house. Harper talking about the worst places to take a dump. So much stuff that's available on Patreon. Now, I also want to say a special shout out to our, our Hall of Fame Patreon members. Don Dippinett, uh, Lee Russell, MDQ for Life, George Davis, Kevin Carter, Michael Angel, Bob Richards, Rocky Suazo, Christopher Champer, Will Harkey, Robbie Dyson, Rick Beebe, Brad Dunife, and Tom Schlegel, Coach Joey Chase, a.k.a. Willie Chase, Steve Malbasa, LaRon Brown, Kenny Byersdorf, Glenn Abbott at GA Russell Nut on Twitter, Bobby Murray, Marlon Mueller at, at Half Points Point on Twitter. Keep cutting those promos, kid! You're the man, Marlon. Thank you, man. I appreciate your support. Long time. Josh Warren, you too. Long time supporter. Everett Starr, Mike Childry, Kyle Riley, Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassie, Craig Norman, Johnny on Patreon, The Great John Dean at YRC21 on Twitter, Josh Dunn, Ryan and Auburn, Good Old Justin, Robert Smith, Joseph Ice, Tim Morecci, the BTT Research Department, Adam Price, Brian Evans, Mark Wilson, Armando Martinez, David Jordan, Jesse Jacobs, Chris Myers, Gerald Green, Mitchell Johnson, Mike Prue from the Bottom Line cast. Make sure y'all check that show out. Him and JV do a great job. And Mike Prue is also uh, a co-host on the ECW Extreme Live cast on our Patreon feed. Will Parker, Jeremy Bryant, Classy Alex, David DeFries, SV Padgham, Bill Sousa, Big Rich at Spyboy Sports Cap, Ari Miller 39, Jay Shiny, Ruben Espinosa, Merciless Jones, Jesse Lucas, Chris Browning, Justin underscore Andrade, Cole Mini 22, Marty Howell, T Hog 94, God Bold Unreal. Thank you for all of your support. And lastly, like always, thank you to everyone. Uh, oh, I can't forget. Check out the Bottom Line cast with Mike Pru and JV. They have a podcast series where they're getting close to the end, but they've chronicled the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin month by month and on a weekly basis. It's a really good show. They basically just go through Stone Cold's entire career. I say entire career. It's mostly his WWF stuff, but Mike and JV also do the ECW show uh, on our Patreon feed and that show they do on their free feed. Uh, just search the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast on or go on to Twitter at Bottom Line Cast and you can find them. Thank you everyone for all of your support. That's it. We're going to get out of here. You know what Harper always says when he get out of here? When we get out of here, book it, bitch.